0: We are live.
1: (laughs) Still waiting for you to pop over YouTube. Same. There it goes.
0: mean that so much
1: <laughs> what do you mean the co-host is ready before the host
0: i know what's up with that that's some bullshit <laughs> i set a play.
1: Thank you. Hello, is anybody out there? Hello, we're sitting here all alone. <laughs>
2: what did you do?
1: Nobody likes.
0: You one.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't either. <laughs> <laughs> They just join us because they ain't got nothing else to do.
0: Yeah, that's what it is. That's what it is. We know. It's all
1: good. How, I wonder how many people are working listening to that. <laughs> I know. We're gonna get cussed out. <laughs> are you sure you did this right? Oh well, I'm just saying, because usually Nicole's like already here.
0: What's going on guys?
1: Is there anybody out there?
0: (laughs) Can anybody hear us? Why am I only on four channels? Um I'm not live I am live.
1: Well I know you're live. I got the chat up. Type something in chat, would you?
0: Hello. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Let me, get it. Let me see if it does that. Yeah. Recently. Okay. You put up the oh, Just chaos. <laughs>
1: You almost said just Jill.
0: I I almost did, too. But it doesn't
1: under uh, the OBS. Hey, devil's demon child. Hey, devil's. It doesn't Um, come up your name. It just comes up Restream.
0: Yeah, because I typed it in Restream.
1: Why, no, but it should still say your name, shouldn't it? It does everywhere else. It doesn't on Restream. That's weird. That's very weird. Well, if we were giving away prizes for the first person in the room, Devils, you would win.
0: (laughs) (laughs) What's going on? How you doing? Exit out of there. Oh, yeah, it's not showing up on the chat.
1: That's what I'm saying.
0: Well, what is going on with that now? rude restream
1: no the internet's really messed up says I'm online there's people coming in I'm doing great devils thank you oh (laughs) wait 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 you were probably talking to shadows
0: (laughs) yeah he is no we're doing great hello Got or Sarah?
1: That, that's gotta be Sarah. I can't yeah, see Scott too. coming in like that. Both <laughs> of
0: you. Both of you. Oh. <laughs> oh, let's see. Wanna Let do this?
1: I'm I'm in a rare mood today, so. That's scary. Yeah, it can be. <laughs> I don't know how to. Hey blue. Hey blue. Um, they're not showing up on the chat side, though.
0: Yeah, there's Blue there.
1: <laughs> Scott, can't it's
0: Scott can't even spell his own name. Scott can't even his own name. It's Scoot, you, SOB.
1: <laughs> wow, you're getting old, buddy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys, I'm trying to fix chat here on Restream. No, not recording.
1: I've been on troll patrol all morning. Hi, Sarah. Hey, Sarah. Yeah, I am, Scott. (laughs) (laughs) I told you, I'm in a rare mood this morning.
0: Watch out, people.
1: I didn't have to work last night. (laughs) Sorry,
0: guys. I'm just trying to get chat to work here.
1: Well the hype chats they're definitely working.
0: Oh let me see. Let me see.
1: <laughs> I will. I will Scott or Scoob. <laughs> <laughs> hey um, Lady Blind Wolf.
0: Hello, Lady Blind Wolf. How are you?
1: You, you know right, what, sir? See. You still confused me because I didn't know your last name was Walker. <laughs> <laughs> Tired? Yeah. That, that's all anybody is anymore.
0: Freaky Geek. Hey, Freaky Geek. Sorry, guys. I'm just trying to get the YouTube part of this working. Apparently, the chat's not working.
1: No, YouTube's working fine. It's the OBS won't kick over and carry it into YouTube. Well, that's what I mean. We'll see what you mean. Hi, oh, may. Mean. <laughs> She's got a few last names, huh? I don't pay attention to people's <laughs> last names. Hey, Heather. Hey, Heather. How you doing?
0: All right, well, as long as you have, unfortunately, YouTube is not, I don't know what's going on with YouTube. Oh,
1: who's getting mouthy, lady? I I will definitely, I I will put them in timeout. (laughs) (laughs) That would be you. Oh, damn it.
0: (laughs) Oh, how did I do that before? (laughs) Let me
1: try something. I doubt it's going to work. Hi, bug.
0: Hello, my bugaboos.
1: I can't put myself in a hiding place. (laughs) (laughs) It won't let me. Oh, hold on. Let me try this. All right. My name's up there now. Let's see. Nope. Yeah, no, it's not working. Nope. All I can do is remove myself. I'm sorry. (laughs)
0: If this kicks me off, I will we will be right back.
2: <gasps>
1: that is not very nice, lady. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing good, Heather. But apparently I need to be put in my place.
0: <laughs> okay, I must I might have uh, screwed up the chat there.
1: Danielle. yell. What are you putting up a capital N for? Now, I don't know what she's talking about. I still got YouTube chat going. I'm just seeing dude it might have stopped. No, because Freaky just said hurry back, guys.
0: No, it's a different chat.
1: <laughs> yeah, there says rot roll. <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay are we back
1: hi sarah i see you waving <laughs> freaky thank you for the backup there freaky <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah i don't know who who but Wolf is but i think it's blind wolf
0: <laughs> oh tell them um what the hell are you doing now eddie
1: I didn't I ain't
0: doing nothing. Did it is did it work? Did it come back up on restream? Yes. Alright. <laughs> awesome, awesome. We got it going. I don't know
1: yet.
0: It's on restream. You might have to bring up the other another chat
1: on YouTube. Oh, close out this one? Yeah. All right. Goodbye.
2: Hello. <laughs> oh,
1: what the hell? Obviously, I'm going to have to. I went back and it wasn't even your channel.
0: (laughs) It said, ha ha. How is everybody doing? I'm, yes, we're still live here. I I think (laughs) we should be. Can you all see us?
1: Uh, Hey, mama. Your Google Speak ain't working. Okay.
0: It's text to type or talk to text. Oh. Notice how I had to do this.
1: I'm timing out.
0: I am freezing here today. What a day to have problems because we have a lot of stories to go over today. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, you are, Scott. You can get up and go to the bathroom and come back and not be out of breath. <laughs> <laughs> I know, lady. I know. I, I just didn't know what Google speak was. Yeah. I'm not very uh, technologically inclined. Technologically Te- Technically inclined.
0: Okay. We'll go with that. <laughs> Message helpful for <laughs> It's raining hard there. Hey, finally, it's not raining here. Yeah, it hasn't for three days. Which shut means, up? Yeah, which means we'll get six months of rain.
1: No, oh, it's getting ready to start snowing.
0: Whereabouts are you,
1: lady? In front of her computer. Oh, you're funny.
0: <laughs> God, do you see what I put up with? Did everybody make it back? I hope everybody made it back.
1: <laughs> Hi, Nicole. Hi, Nicole. See, I thought you said you were in shape. Now you're saying you're thick. What the hell is this? What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Oh, um,
0: I tell you. I here hope everybody good. Once it rains. What? No, six months. <laughs> She's freaky. in Indiana. Indiana?
1: Only Freaky would come up with that.
0: I know. I know.
1: Sex money <laughs> after it rains.
0: We see this, how you
1: are. This is not a Prince song. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Andy.
0: Hi, Andy. We're missing you.
1: Oh, sorry. I don't know why my mic can use the six with sex. <laughs> <laughs> well it is only one letter off. Hmm. And my co-host is gonna have the computer ready by tomorrow, right? Hopefully. I got two co-hosts, but <laughs> <laughs> You don't want to know the answer to that, Freaky. Yeah.
2: <laughs>
0: you never ask questions about why Andy does what he does. <laughs> you should know this by now.
1: <laughs> oh, I know, uh, Lady uh, Wolf. I, I grew up with Prince.
0: Yeah, we love Prince.
1: Oh, oh no. Oh. Just a random person. Okay. Hey, just a random person. I always say hi to random people. Hey, just a random person. How you doing? Welcome. I wonder if that's Bug.
0: Bug, did you change your name again?
1: <laughs> and you're sitting on the couch smacking.
0: Where's our snacks, damn it!
1: God David Scott. You better be there tomorrow morning. There ain't gonna be no show.
0: Scott, a lot of pressure, man. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Or should, should I say no pressure? No, no pressure at all. It, it all comes down to whether I have a show or not.
0: <laughs> Doing good. Thank you for asking. Doing good. So, we got a lot of stories to talk about no today. No,
1: freaky nits. He doesn't sew.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know, my bad. Larry.
1: Oh, he... Really? Well, I'll bite him back. Well, night your time, Scott. It's still daytime here. You, diddy. <laughs> you did it. You did it. Cheeky bastard. Do what?
0: <laughs> so, on today's show, we are talking about controversy over crucifixion nails linked to Jesus. Also, we talk about. Here we go. Hey, Bill. Hey, TTVB.
1: Oh, I got to tell you, I, I love that video you did, that, that Halloween special. That was awesome. That was. That that was just, it was amazing.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, not this time, because I'm the one that said I think that was, I think that might be bug.
0: Thank you, uh, Nicole, for the ice cream. Freaky.
1: <laughs> you stripping and not stopping?
0: <laughs> <laughs> so here we go, starting out with the names. Because if, if, hey, Nubs, how you doing, Nubs? Um, this one's out of Belgium. So. <laughs> Thank you, Freaky. <laughs> Thank you, Freaky Geek, for the ice cream. So I'll probably say the name wrong, but you know, you know how I go. Um, we're going to be talking about dolmens and devilish myths of the weiress. Megaliths in Belgium's Stone Edge. <laughs> Good try, Danielle.
1: <laughs> yeah, I caught you. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> Thank you Thank for you, the Nicole. lemon, limons. Then it's off to the battleship, top secret information and psychic powers. Then we'll be talking about monsters and mysterious, mysterious beasts and the tracks they leave behind. Possible new organs identified in the human brain. Organs? Yep. Mysterious stone formation found in the Great Lakes.
1: That don't surprise me.
0: Then we're going to look at a thing uh, from a, a late lieutenant colonel hinted at the fate of the Blue Book pro- Project. And we got some jetpacks jet going over LAX and China. Then we'll look at a spooky moving curtain that went viral on TikTok. Don't know if you guys have seen it yet, but this is my first time seeing it. So, And then, you guys, there's a chance that you could buy a wish-granting chat. Or chat. Wow. Wow. A wish-granting cat. A Russian one, woman is selling it, and I'll let you know how
1: to get it. Nubs, you got your arm stuck on the rusty nail.
0: Ow. You should get it off of there, Nubs.
1: You should know you can't swing a hammer. (laughs) I like that emoji, Danielle. I know. It kind of gives that mysterious, is it really me?
0: Yeah. (laughs) Well, after yesterday, you've seen her all decked out in her cosplay.
1: Okay. I, I want everybody to understand this. I, I was called in and uh now Danielle is on a video chat with her mom.
0: If you don't know, Danielle does her own um she's fourteen and she does her own cosplay outfits. She draws them, designs them, and then makes them.
1: Now Shadow says come in here and Danielle wants to show you what she did. So I come in and I'm looking at the screen and I'm thinking, okay, she's got a picture up there that maybe she drew or something and I'm waiting. And then all of a sudden she moved. And it was like, holy shit, that's her? <laughs> <laughs> she did such an amazing job. I had no idea that it was a uh, bug.
0: Yeah. she. I'm really proud of her. She's got a talent that
1: blows it, it my mind. It supersedes who she really is.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she's gone as far as even making wigs out of paper that look like the cosplay wigs.
1: Hey, Steve. Hey, Steve. Hey, I forgot to add you to Steam yesterday. I'm gonna do it right after here. Our live is done.
0: Yeah, he told me to remind him.
1: <laughs> so, but it's pretty cool. But yeah, Eddie didn't know who she was. I had no clue. I mean, the way she did, she had the wig, in her makeup. I had no clue it was her. Oh,
0: the moon moon emoji? That's funny.
1: Granny isn't cheap. (laughs) That's not what I hear.
0: (laughs) Yeah, we all heard different.
1: Okay. Ready to get going with these stories?
0: Well, I am.
1: We're already 20 minutes into the show.
0: Hey, you know, gotta say (laughs) hi's and hello's and, and screw with the machines and make them go off air and everything. Yes. So, the first story is more hope and controversy over the crucifixion nails linked to J- Jesus. So they found, uh, thank you, Nobs. I thank appreciate you very it. much, Nobs. The crucifixion of Jesus Christ is probably the central event in the Christian religion. Hey, so, Jim. Hey, Jim. How you doing? Where do you see him? He, uh, he's oh, there he is. He's mooning. He's mooning. Um, Some researchers now believe that they may have found the crucifixion nails that were used in the death of Jesus because of the traces of wood and bone found on them, and because of where they were found. This could support the Bible's description of the crucifixion, but the discovery is highly controversial. In 1990, archaeologists discovered a cave tomb near Jerusalem and Israel it contained a number of ossuaries, or limestone boxes, that stored the bones of Jewish inhabitants of the Holy City. The cave became known as the Capias Cave. I don't, I'm not sure if I'm saying that right, but because his name was etched on one of the ossuaries, this is an astonishing discovery and a rare crucifixion nails were found in the ancient cave. And I'll go ahead and share these, so you guys can see. These are the nails.
1: They look like bones.
0: Whoops, I'm going the wrong way. Thank you for the ice cream. Thank you. Blue. blue. Blue said it. So these are four nails that they found. Nail one is about 65 degrees. Nail two, about 75 degrees.
1: Thank you, Just Jim.
0: Just Jim, thank you so much for the diamond.
1: You guys are just amazing. They are. They really are. And I heard (laughs) you.
0: Get into it, baby. (laughs) So, nails used the Nail one has been at 65 degrees. Nail two.
1: Looks like a cross.
0: Is about 75 degrees at the broken tapered end. Silvers, slivers of light colored bone are attached to the Abadale. What's in the oh, I hear my computer.
1: No. I need your computer. What are you hearing? It's hard to explain. I don't know. Here.
0: And the Johanahan heel bone now.
1: Listen real quick. It sounds like something going... I
0: don't hear anything. Okay. I just did there at the ending, but...
1: I mean, it was prominent. I don't know. Hey, you are.
0: Hey, Eli. So those are the bones. Or the nails. The right well, no, that's a bone. That's a heel bone, apparently.
1: That's gross. So Freaky, you Freaky heard it too.
0: Yeah, I know. That's how it goes, Freaky. It, it stops when I hear <laughs>
1: But as soon as Jim said, that, uh, their, uh, um, who was it? Somebody was listening in. As soon as he said it, it stopped. But it did. It sounded like a. <sighs>
0: That's weird. That's okay. very weird. It's coming from the atmosphere because I can't. You can hear the echo.
1: But it had nothing to do with us talking.
0: No, I know. But I'm just saying I can't hear. All I can hear is what's on my
1: screen. Right. You're kind of close to Cricket. That's weird.
0: Huh. And I say, yeah, probably, Jim. I'm
1: talking about Jesus. Um, <laughs> freaky freaky said it right. It, it sounds like the old movie reels. Oh, wow, really? When you switch the film over? Yeah, yeah, it it said, like it. yeah.
0: Yeah. That's wild. Maybe remnants from last night. (laughs) So, uh, Cephas was a high priest in Jerusalem, whom the gospel says played a key role in sending Jesus to his death. The Bible describes him as seeking the death of the Christian Messiah, whom he viewed as a threat to the Jewish religious establishment. He was the high priest priest of the temple for 18 years and was a very powerful figure so they found these nails in his coffin or in his limestone box and they're really pretty here's the limestone boxes that they found
1: they're really pretty and intricate and, and to do carvings in limestone like that you got to have a very gentle hand yeah, because it's soft. It's very soft.
0: Yeah. Very pretty, though. Some nails were found um, at the cave tomb near an accessory a on the floor. The fact that these nails were found in the tomb of Cavus led some exer, experts to suggest that they were the Jesus crucifixion nails, like he kept them until he died. Well, he kept them
1: after he died.
0: Right, well, yeah. When they they took him off the cross. Um, However, other experts believe that the spikes found near the floor were used to scratch names and inscriptions in the boxes themselves. Yeah, it's a very cool box. Okay,
1: I got a question, though. Okay, when Jesus Christ was uh, crucified, Mm -hmm. there's only three nails used. One in each hand and one through the feet. Right. But yet they're showing four nails Well, I think there's... Or just the different types of nails that they had back then? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You see why Um, I asked, though.
0: Right. However, a new study carried out by the Tel Aviv University Anthropology Lab has suggested that the nails were possibly used to crucify someone.
1: Wouldn't there still be blood? Uh, Some kind of DNA? Some kind of... Something still on it? Well, that's the
0: thing. According to the Daily Mail, the studies. Lead author Dr. Arya Shimron stated that caves have distinct physical and chemical signatures. Basically, over the centuries, caves develop a chemical and physical property that are unique to that location.
2: Okay.
0: Um, The researchers carried out a wide range of tests at the caves, and Shimron, quoted by the Daily Mail, as saying that our analysis clearly and Unequivocally demonstrate that these materials are chemically and physically identical, identical to those of which have, over centuries, also become attached to the nail.
1: So, so these. They're saying it's almost like a timestamp. Right. And they can pretty much judge an area of where it came from. Right, right. Okay.
0: Crucifixion nails with traces of wood and bone. Also found with the nails are some fragments of wood. The study author is quoted by the sun as saying it's well-preserved and entirely petrified. The wood is therefore ancient and is not a chance or man-made fake attachment to the nail.
1: So could it have been the blood that was on the wood that made it petrified? Because there's no, I mean, you've heard of the petrified forest. Right. Right. Can anybody explain how these trees became indestructible?
0: Oh. Okay. Also found on the nails was evidence of microscopic bone fragments. The nail shape meant that they could have been used to nail a man's hand to a wooden beam.
1: Yes, Nicole. They only used three nails to crucify Christ. And after he was stabbed with the spear, they would dab him. I think it was with vinegar to keep cleaning the wound.
0: I don't know that. I don't know. What I believe he said. I believe. Oh, okay. I believe that the scientific evidence that the nails were used to crucify somebody is indeed powerful, which it is definitely. Some people believe that the nails could have been used to crucify Jesus. The metal spikes that were used in the crucifixion of Jesus would have been considered considered holy, and have miraculous healing powers. And according to Jobba, Jacob Vitzi's documentary, the nails may have been kept by a remorseful Cappius. This means Cassius, Caspius may have been buried with them. Now, is he the one? He's that, the one that was very powerful and wanted, well,
1: no, the guy that, uh, when Jesus had troubles walking the streets, when he kept collapsing... Mm-hmm. And the one guy kept wanting to help Jesus. They made him go out there, and, and, and help Jesus carry the cross. What, what was that? His name? No, the one he, that felt remorseful. I, I no, because
0: he's the one that wanted Jesus dead. He wanted him crucified.
1: Okay, not no all right. So it wasn't this guy because this guy was so sad that it was happening.
0: Yeah, no, no, okay. No, no.
1: Yes, I do know a little bit about the Bible and in, in that. So sorry, guys.
0: Um. Oh, that could be,
1: Freaky Geek, the sap in them changed, maybe? It'd have to be a chemical reaction to make the sap change. Welcome back, Eli. Welcome back, Eli. It, it, it's a chemical imbalance to make the sap change. Right.
0: is the so discovery of the nails after they had been lost at some unknown location means that someone sent them to a scientific lab to be authenticated. One former IAA official, Joe Zayas, told Herods that eventually during their transfer, the note regarding their providence was misplaced. This led to some people to make up a story that they were found in the tomb of the Cappius. The only evidence we have is that they were used to crucify Jesus of the Gospels is that they were found in the tomb of Cappius. He refused to speculate if they were used in the death of the Christian Messiah. I think it has something to do with the cave itself, though. Like maybe the humidity of the cave? I don't know. I could be talking out my ass. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, because
1: it, it, humidity uh, will make something rot. Right. And mildew. Right. So it, it it can't be with humidity. And, and I understand, Nicole, that blood can't change a piece of wood, but maybe the chemical balance of the blood and the chemical balance of what the wood is combined... Can make a change. It's like taking two different elements and combining them together. How do you, that's how you come up with steel, aluminum. So, I'm alchemy. Yeah. Love alchemy. So, I'm wondering if maybe that had something to do with it. In Eli, I'm not quite sure. We haven't gone over the footage completely. Um, um, we'll leave it at that because we haven't really gone over it yet.
0: Yeah, I think so. I think you're right, Scott. The guy that helped him was just a normal it, guy in the was, crowd.
1: He was just a, but it, you said a remorseful guy. So I was wondering if maybe that was him.
0: No, this guy wasn't remorseful. He wanted Jesus dead. He wanted him crucified. Okay, he was yeah. The, high no, priest. The,
1: the guy that helped Jesus yeah. didn't want to see him suffer more than what he was. Right, yeah. So he, he yeah, it definitely wasn't this guy. Um it's like gems and crystals and stuff, Andy's story, but he can't reply now. And, and Andy's right though. It, it, it takes more than one element from the periodic table to create a substance. Does Andy have the sorcerer's stone?
0: Can he change anything into gold?
1: Oh Jesus Christ, Andy just became my best friend. <laughs>
0: So it says many Christians are interested in finding physical evidence of the life and death of Christ, of course. (laughs) Even, you know, even though I'm not a Bible person, I would find that interesting, definitely.
1: No, the man that helped Jesus carry the cross, I don't think he was a tax man. I think he was just actually a town folk. I don't know. I'm not... I I don't... The reason why I'm saying that is because all the tax men hated Jesus. Because yeah. Jesus is the one that flipped their tables and got mad that they were collecting taxes, and, and that's everything. why
0: they got... Yeah, that's why he got crucified. It's not bullshit. <laughs> You're saying bullshit. <laughs> Nicholas, Annie knows all about fossils and stones and Gems and crystals and opals and a lot of other bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> I love it so, um, which, yeah, like I said, you know, even though I'm not Christian or whatnot, I would definitely find it interesting to find something like that or to see something like that.
1: Absolutely, I mean, because it, it's just the history that it holds in itself, definitely. Anything, like, oh, go ahead. you're right, even if you're not a true believer in Christ or. Yeah. Well, no, I believe Christ existed. I'm I'm not saying you. Right. I'm just saying anybody in general. Like, an atheist. Right. Okay, who doesn't believe in heaven and hell or religion or anything. Right. But you find this.
0: It's interesting. And you do
1: research on it, and now it's like, wait a minute. How is this possible? Right.
0: But, yeah, I definitely, I mean, I believe Christ existed, and I think he was a great man. Um, I just, to me, we're all God's children if there's a God. Do you know what I mean? I don't know. <laughs> anything, it says anything is possible connected with the death of Jesus could therefore be huge, hugely significant. However, even if these crucifixion nails were not the ones used in Jesus on the cross, the spikes could tell scholars more about how people were crucified in the ancient world. If it, and that's interesting in itself, anyway.
1: And why were why were they used?
0: Right. It is significant to note that only one dispute sets, only one disputed set of remains of the crucified person have ever been found.
1: And Scott's right, though uh, the leader of the Romans back then did not want to see Jesus crucified because he did nothing wrong. Right. But because of the pressure of the townspeople and everything else. Right. He had to do it, and he did it out of guilt. Right.
0: See, that, I I just don't know about that. You know what I mean? And I, I really don't like... Right, there's lots of... Yeah, and that's, if that's the case. Well, I'm sure they're probably buried in the land somewhere.
1: What's that, the crosses?
0: Just the nails and everything like that. Oh, I'm sure there are. Yeah, they haven't been discovered, but I mean... Yeah, I mean, only one set of nails have ever
1: been found, and they're they're trying to link it back to the, them. Are the ones used on Jesus Christ? Right,
0: but even when Jesus was crucified, wasn't there two other people?
1: Yes, three other people, two other people crucified with him, and the one person um, I think it was a murderer or a rapist, and Jesus said, "Believe in me, and you will go to heaven." And that's when he said, "Jesus, save me." Right. Uh, forgive me of my sin. So that's where the saying, I washed my hands, but though of, of this comes from Herod, wash his hands after he passed. Yes. He, he, he wanted to wash his hands and, and relieve himself of guilt. Right. Okay. So that's that. That's that story. That, that's a good story, though. I mean, that's that's pretty in, in in depth. Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, I think it's it's interesting if it is crucifixion nails in itself. It is amazing. Yeah, it's it's pretty cool
1: to that's me. A, that would be a hell of a find.
0: Yeah, definitely. So on next, we're talking about dolmens and devilish myths of the Weres Megaliths in Belgium. Am I saying that right, Nicole?
1: (laughs) Um, Scott, you're right. One was a thief, and I think the other was a murderer or or a rapist, something like that. That's why they say the blood lies on your hands.
0: See, now, like, we say, well, at least me, when I say I wash my hands of it, it's kind of like, I'm done.
1: I'm done, and, and that's what, and that's what his purpose was. Right. But then that's not why. When, um, let, let's say we're friends with somebody else. Yeah. That does something wrong, and then they they somebody else looks at you and says, "Their blood's on your hands." Right. Yeah. Yeah. You're guilty of association.
0: Right. So chocolate waffles, mannequin piss. I don't know what that is, but are, are, I, are you trying to say PES? It's P I S. Oh, that's I don't know, Nicole. I know. I keep finding it so weird, Nicole, because I keep finding these articles that never showed up before.
1: You're right, Freaky. That's exactly what it was. <laughs> uh, the the blood is on your hands. That's guilty by association.
0: And the defeat of Napoleon are among the many things Belgium is famous for but it also has prehistoric remains such as the Weiris Megaliths.
1: Maniki Me- Peace
0: oh, it's just, oh okay a statue in Brussels very cool and see this is why I like that they come up though because I like knowing the history and knowing what you know at least somebody knows about what I'm talking about
1: yeah because we have no clue <laughs> If so, you can do all the research in the world, and we're still like, uh, hopefully the, Scott or right, Nicole yeah. or somebody's going to be there.
0: Exactly. Where is Megalith situated in Wallonia?
1: Did I say that right? Oh my God, is that really what it's about, Nicole?
0: Oh my God, so it is piss. <laughs> <laughs> That's something Eddie would do. <laughs>
1: Oh, I hope I'm the statue, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go ahead, honey. I'm sorry. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the megalith and other standing stones of us date back to 3000 BC. This is known as the Chela- Chelacophic Age. It's regarded as part of uh, the Neolithic or Late Stone Age, but some copper was also used at this time. That's rude now that Scott, he said this is your time.
1: No, he's talking about Nicole. I know. (laughs) That's true. He has different clothing as well. I'm sure he does. He's probably (laughs) pissed
0: The probable builders of the stone structures were part of the... But I can understand them having a statue because that's... I mean, what else can you... Like, you don't know what else to use to put out the fire if there's no
1: water around. That's like the Medal of tried. Honor. He tried, yeah. Like Medal of Honor for him.
0: Yeah, he tried. At least he stood up and tried to do something.
1: He didn't have a big enough bladder.
0: Yeah, see.
1: If that would have been it's me.
0: Not, yeah, I know. <laughs> if that would have been you, it would have been all right. <laughs> so, uh, these structures were part of the scene. Ois, Marde, or SOM culture. A prehistoric society that emerged and was now known at, uh, as southern Belgium and northern France. They were identified as a separate and unique culture based on their pottery, but it seems that they had an extensive leak with other cultures. This is apparently in the design of the various monuments, such as those at Wareis, which is similar to examples found in Brittany in France. However, there also have definitive local
1: characteristics. Oh, okay. I hope you never do see him personally, uh, Nicole, because... Uh, I think she means the statue, babe. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know, Scott. If, if you see him personally, uh, <laughs>
0: who? The megaliths known as dolmens were likely used for elite burials and probably also for ceremonies involving ancestral worshipers. Several individuals may have been buried together in these structures. Although only two dolmens have survived in the area, it is believed that there was once many more. Many of the stones used at, um, for the Signeums, the so called Belgium Stonehenge, Stonehenge, sorry, came from the quarry in the Wuerus region.
1: blah. That's pretty cool, uh, Nicole. Um, Nicole says, uh, Manikin Piss has been a public found a mascot, and the hero of many incredible tales. He has received gifts from lords and kings.
0: Apparently that's from...
1: The statue's name. The devil's
0: rust before returning home at dawn.
1: The statue's name quite literally means peeing little man or peeing boy.
0: Oh, wow. That's awesome. For real. This is known as the entrance to, it's the seal, the entrance to hell.
1: Can you, like, that's, like, small. That's as big as I can go, honey. Okay. And if you look at that rock, though, it it looks like a face of somebody gardening it. It kinda does.
0: Like it yeah, the nose here, the eye, yeah. the mouth, the chin and then shoulders.
1: It looks like it, it's being guarded.
0: And that's so funny because we we're just talking about that today and you brought up Easter Island and how the you know it's it's weird. And then there's this one at the top.
1: Nicole says that's in uh where is Stone Age. Uh went there are lots Lots of energy.
0: Really? And I believe this is like a burial tomb? That's what it looks like. Let me get back down here. Um, it is not known when the megaliths were abandoned, but there are many local myths about these, as well as other unusual stories in the area. They are often referred to as the Stones of the Ancients, and one of the stones, known as Lepiria Henne, Is regarded as the seal that closes the hole to hell to stop the devil pushing the stone away and escaping to wreak havoc on a local population. They paint the stone white, the color of purity at each autumn equinox, which that's pretty interesting.
1: Nicole says not not necessarily burial tomb, but more for rituals. Oh, okay. She's got two shards of that stone. That's awesome. That is awesome.
0: So should the devil escape, there is a place for him to rest in the forest after a long night of tiring antics. According to local folklore, well, folk L'Elet Let Bue, a devil, sorry, I'm sorry if I'm butchering Belgium
1: speak, <laughs>
0: or devil's bed is where the devil sleeps until the dawn when he returns home. Pagan,
1: pagan rituals are... Very cool. I don't know if you can see the chat. Yeah, I can. Oh, remember. okay. Well, then I'll stop repeating.
0: No, it's, <laughs> no, it's good. The megaliths consists of three prehistoric monuments and stones, which once belonged to other structures. They follow the natural landscape and are aligned with notable landmarks and with each other, and once were part of a ceremonial landscape. Unlike other monuments, these structures were not aligned with the sun and stars. Um, the Weirs Megaliths extend to a distance of five miles, eight kilometers. So, I mean, pretty, pretty cool. Um, at the northern end, near the spring, is the tour Menir, a large standing stone. The northern dolmen is an impressive gallery type to- tomb. It consists of two standing rectangular stones topped with a flat stone. The massive capstone. Is broken and is believed to weigh a staggering 30 tons. The dolmen has an antechamber which was once a stone-lined avenue led into the structure. The monument was extensively restored in the earliest 20th centuries. Many of the tenures to be found in the fields. It's not always known by the tourists there. Oh wow, okay. So there's more of these, then, right, Nicole? Is that what you're saying?
1: The kind other. Kind of like little soldiers? Maybe.
0: The other important megalith in the district is the Southern Dolmen. It is another gallery type of structure and it's about 30 feet, 10 meters long.
1: Thank you, Eli.
0: One of the most interesting things about this monument is the spirit hole a small aperture in the stone where offerings to the ancestors or spirits were made.
1: She says uh, they were spread all over. It's not like Stonehenge. Okay.
0: Yeah. Here's another picture of.
1: I'm going to tell you what to me, what that looks like. Mm -hmm. That looks like uh, a demon claw coming up out of the ground. Right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah.
0: Yeah, they're saying it's not like Stonehenge because it wasn't aligned to the the stars and the planets like Stonehenge. Where
1: Stonehenge has that perfect dimensional...
0: When the equinoxes happen, yes. Yes, and
1: it'll shine directly into the middle. Yeah.
0: So that's pretty cool. That's what I have for that. That's, I mean... And it says you can go there and can visit on foot, or many prefer by bicycle. There are several trails through beautifully scenery, leading to the monuments.
1: That that's it. It pretty like, interesting. It looked like three uh talons of a claw coming up through the ground right there, like right. It's, like it's trying to get itself out.
0: So Nicole, is that like a round of one could?
1: You know, that's a good question for a geek. That that's something Nicole can answer. <laughs>
0: It definitely could. It didn't say anything up in the article about ley lines, but. Right, right. I got you, Nicole.
1: And, and that's what I was saying, Ricky. It, it looked like uh, the talons of a, a claw or something sticking up through the ground.
0: I wonder if that's what they're talking about, the devil and everything. And,
1: and he's trapped. Right. Another good story.
0: Yeah, I thought it was pretty interesting. It's funny how I, I've never done Belgium stories before, but now that Nicole's been in the room, like they synchronicities, I'm telling you, there's something there with synchronicities.
1: Yeah, uh, that's just not coincidence.
0: No, and it's not like I'm going to look for What's the top stories in Belgium? You know, I
1: just pops up.
0: they pop up, especially with Freaking News Friday because I don't, I try to let it go as far as I can. Like I did these stories this morning.
1: Okay. She says more pagan rituals done there, so yes, maybe reference Devil's Claw.
0: Oh, yeah, I can understand that. A few are there, but lots of stones are gone, so they can't chuck. Yeah.
1: Really cool, though. Very interesting. And, and It is. It, and she's saying a lot of the little uh, what the hell were they called? Uh, a Heinzman or whatever the hell? They were like, I guess, like little soldiers. Hi, Mama Kitten.
0: Hey, Mama Kitten. <laughs> well, thank you, Nicole. At least I got that right.
1: <laughs> What's up, Paranormal Chapel?
0: Hey, Chapel. How are you? So we've talked about the next <laughs> uh, story I have is about battleships, top secret information, and psychic powers. We've talked about this person before, and once I show you the pictures, you'll understand. Or. Er- at least if you were here that day, remember me talking about her. Um, so it goes on to say about history is full of mysterious people who, for whatever reasons have made their enigma mark. One category of such individuals as seers and psychics of the world who have long been attributed with amazing powers, a precognition, precognition, Jesus, and the ability to, Glean secret knowledge from thin air. So, in its day, the colossal British Royal Navy Queen Elizabeth class battleship HMS Barham was considered to be one of the largest and most formidable warships in the world. On the battle lashed sea, CES- Let's try that again. On the battle last season of World War One. the ship had proven her mettle in such engagements as with the be- Battle of Jutland and played an important role in World War II as well. Still ready for battle despite, by mm-hmm. the time, being rather obsolete. Is that the one they nicknamed the Iron Horse? Could be, I'm not sure. The ship was very active in the Mediterranean, going into battle during the Battle of Dakar in the mid-40s and the Battle of Cape Metapan in March of 1941, during which it sank an Italian cruiser and destroyer. And the battleship has a big part to play in the evacuation of Crete. During its years of service, the HSM Barham managed to somehow avoid destruction at the hands of enemy on several occasions. But this luck was destined to run out.
1: I'm sorry. I said they're not not a uh, iron horse. Uh, Jesus Christ. Um, I, Ironside? I don't know, but here's a picture of a... him. Uh, Jesus, what the? Fuck? That's a battleship. And old, old Ironsides, I think, is what it was called. That that was the nickname given to it, right? Because it survived two battles. But I think it was old Ironside. Okay. That was a damn big boat. <laughs> it's not a boat, that's a ship. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And and them gun turrets, did you see them? Yeah. When when one just one shoots, hold on because that whole ship is gonna rock.
0: Oh damn. Battleship I broke. knew somebody was gonna say that. You sunk my battleship? No. Oh. I, I knew somebody the, was going to say that because the others. Eli. No, Jim said it. Battleship. What battleship? I just said that because the the, Cause the, other, the other picture on the side. Yeah. And Eli said it
1: just before Jim did.
0: I knew. I I knew if if Andy was in here, he would have said it first. I'm sure.
1: <laughs> oh, it was the USS Constitution. Okay. Okay. So on the afternoon of
0: November 25th, 1941, HSM Barham was with a fleet of 12 other ships from the Royal Navy's Mediterranean fleet. They were patrolling Egyptian waters on a mission to prove fire supported, to provide fire support for the 7th and 15th Crusader squadrons. And their mission was to hunt down Italian warships, as well as to protect friendly vessels en route to North Africa. On the On this day, things had been very quiet, and the lack of enemy action and the calm seas were enough to conspire to lull the crew of 1,350 to lapse into a sense of um, compliancy. What they did not suspect was that there was a German submarine, U-331, had picked up their scent and was closing in. Despite the fact that there was a heavy destroyer screen on the lookout for the subs around the fleet through a combination of luck, skill, and error in the part of the British destroyers that caused them to fail to recognize the threat. The U-boat was, well, I don't know if it was a U-boat, but U-331, I see U and I think U-boat.
1: That, that's usually what it means. Yeah,
0: was able to weave through the defense screen to plant three of its four-fired torpedoes Directly into the HMS Barham, which immediately listed to the side. The scene on the Barham was one of, of complete chaos, smoke spewing into the air and fire spreading rapidly through it as it continued to roll to the side like a wounded beast. At this point, there was a good chance that most of the crew could be saved, but it was no one's lucky day this afternoon. The planes. The flames managed to reach the ship's ammunition magazines, which resulted in a catastrophic explosion that sent the vessel into the Cold Sea and ended with the deaths of 862 British sailors. Only 400 of the crew would survive.
1: Jim and Eli, y'all need to stop watching the feed with your penis.
0: (laughs) And it was a vicious slap to the face of the in the face of the Royal Navy. so where where do you think this is going? Okay? As the war was going on there, there was a movement back in the background beyond all of the death and fighting, and this was the spiritualist movement. The late nineteenth and early twentieth centuries were a time of great interest in the idea of contacting the spirits of the dead through seances and mediumship. And with the war claiming so many lives, some were desperate to reach out to the other side to make contact with their lost loved ones. Spirit mediums and psychics were all the rage back then, and it seemingly on every street corner, a seance was being held. Not only there, but in churches, private homes, even aboard warships and on military bases. In 1940, the spiritualist movement and interest of ghosts and spirits were in fashion. And one of the most famous of all mediums was a woman called Helen Duncan. Now, we've talked about her before. This is a picture of her. Because Helen Duncan, if you remember, was the one that had the echoplasm. Do you remember?
1: Yep.
0: Here's one of those famous pictures now. Of echoplasm coming out of her mouth. Now, why this is interesting?
1: I was trying to see if they had another picture. Doctor, or doing a, a live uh, thing on her next week? Oh, very cool! Very cool.
0: So, uh, well, I can see why she was born in Col- Colander. Did I say that right? Scotland in 1897, Duncan was from a family of psychics and claimed to have been visited by the dead since the tender age of seven. In her later life, a series of hardships and tragedies led her to dire financial straits. Her and her husband, Henry, both had reoccurring health issues, which prevented them from any sort of long-term employment. And when Henry was left bedridden by a heart attack, she was left as the only one able to provide for them and their six children.
1: Scott says it was made to be made of cheesecloth. Right. Yeah. Ricky Geek says it looked like a scarf. Right. And he kind of does. I mean. Right.
0: But there's other pictures too that, yeah, that it's, I don't know. She went on about, but it's so weird that nobody else has experienced the, you know, echoplasm as she did. She went on about parloing, parloing, parlaying her phys- psychic talents as amazing act to cash in on a spiritualist moment.
1: Um, real quick, she was Scott said she was the last woman to be imprisoned under the seventeen ninety five witchcraft act.
0: Wow, interesting, interesting. Well, I think a lot of that has come from this too. Duncan became well known as her flying. Flam- flamboyant theatrical flair and use of various props costumes and lighting effects and her main act usually involved her regurgitating a supposedly mystical substance from the other side as referred to echoplasm she became well known for her exploits and although this would be thoroughly debunked by skeptics as none nothing more than a um disgusting magic trick It was one of the most popular shows and helped launch her career in the stratosphere.
1: I think you just messed up Scott and Sarah's show for next week.
0: (laughs) (laughs) She also, no, because it would be interesting to watch.
1: That's pretty much what it sounds like for you. She also, but
0: she also utilized many colorful spirit guides. I think she had a gift, but took it too extreme.
1: She, uh, um, elaborated. Yeah. Beyond she, all means. Right. Scott just said they canceled their live next week. <laughs>
0: <laughs> she I, I. Well, you know what? The thing with this Scott too that I. This is not the first time I've talked about her. <laughs> you just not didn't see those shows.
1: <laughs> Actually, I think this was before we uh, became really good friends with. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah.
0: I think it was last year that I did it. Um, She also utilized many colorful spirit guides, which her personalities she would channel from other side to give her information from the land of the dead. Duncan's seances were almost like a theatrical production more than anything else. And people loved it, making her one of the most famous spirit mediums England has ever seen. Yet, although her act was more and more exposed as trickery and smoke and mirrors, she sometimes managed to baffle even the most hardest skeptics.
1: And, and I think Nicole said it right. Uh, overacting the gift, more shows than gift. Right.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think it was her freaky. That's the feel I get from it was it was all her, like not somebody um, taking advantage of that aspect of it. One of these times happened during a seance in 1941, not long after the HMS Barham had gone down and before the Royal Navy had officially disclosed any news to anyone at all. It was at this time... Of tight confidentiality that Duncan would hold a seance in Portsmouth, during which she claimed to be channeling a sailor who said he had died on the battleship and wanted to speak to his mother to tell her. The poor woman was indeed sitting there in the audience and according to reports, even she had not heard about the ship going down. No one knew anything about the sinking, and it's so the rumors started to spread that the Royal Navy was enacting a cover-up, which they were. But how did the psychic medium know all about that?
1: Well, that there just proves the point that, you know, it wasn't all an act.
0: Right. Interestingly, it would turn out that Duncan had made another such prediction just a few months previously when she had apparently told... Uh, or she had apparently told a séance about the sinking of another battleship, the H.M.S. Hood, which at the time was similarly being suppressed. One of the attendees at the that particular séance was Brigadier Roy Firebrace, who did not who did not himself even know about the sinking at the time. Firebrace was quite intrigued by all this and would say this of it. During the World War, or during the war, I was head of intelligence in Scotland, and I had the opportunity of attending a seance with Mrs. Duncan in Edinburgh. Edinburgh. There you go. There was a. There appeared during the seance a form of control. Albert, and he, he suddenly said a great, oh, apparently Albert is one of her spirit guides that had control of her. He said, a great British battleship has just been sunk. Well, I had no knowledge of this. After the seance, I returned to my headquarters, and as soon as I got back, about two hours after the sitting, I heard on the private line from the Admiralty in Scotland the news that the hood had been sunk. And I was then able to check up at the time of the seance, and even the Admiralty had no knowledge whatever of the sinking of the ship. That was an instance of materialized form, whatever you like to call it, which did give, I think, the correct time. The fact about the sinking of the battleship. So you understand from the point of view of the authorities, Mrs. Duncan was a somewhat dangerous person. It is fact that the police from Scotland Yard did come to the International Institute while these stories were current and consult Mrs. Duncan. And I think that was in the story that I had read before. It was. Because I remember that part. And myself as to how Mrs. Duncan could prevent it from giving these information out. Because the authorities admitted that the
1: information was authentic. Yeah, because they had no clue that it happened. Right. But she did. At the point in time, she said it. Right. They couldn't confirm it, but then they got notification that it actually happened, right?
0: And, and now it was the
1: time. Now they're looking at her like, How the hell did you know?
0: Right? It is not known exactly how Duncan knew about either one of these tragic sinkings, whether she really had to glean any information from the <laughs> so, spare world.
1: Sorry, it's gonna make me laugh. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> 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 or had somehow heard of it from someone who somehow see that's why you got to send me messages and and tell me that hey and don't and, talk about this because this is what we're doing
1: and i'm just sent him I, I was just sending him messages <laughs> and i told him i said no the that's
0: That's got to be them doing something, because that ain't an earthquake.
1: That scared me there for a minute, though. It
0: stopped me in my track.
1: I I said, sorry, bro, laugh out loud. We had no clue. He said, it's not an issue. I said, I feel bad. He said, don't. Don't, but I can always change it about. Laugh out loud is totally good. And then he's talking about the (laughs) material reading.
0: Yeah, he said, from the Kiss My Moon cards.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's just weird, though. Um, because we're really good friends with paranormal in history. Uh, I wear my, my heart on my sleeve for them and I feel so bad because we had no clue that they were going to do a live show yeah. about what we're talking about right now next week. And it's like, we just stole their thunder and and, and, and I apologize. <laughs> it, it sucks.
0: I don't know what they're doing out there, but it's. This is are they weird. jackhammering?
1: You ain't gonna feel a jackhammer up here, not unless they're in the lobby.
0: It's kind of freaking me out a little bit.
1: Yeah, because this is this isn't uh, this is not normal. Hold on.
0: Like, is the building gonna fall down?
1: It's only right there. Now it stopped. As soon as I pointed and said, it's only right there. Because out here, you can't hear anything. And as what? soon as it's I
0: pointed right? and said, it's right there. That's one of the washers. I don't know. Man, that's freaky. <laughs> Freaky, damn it, stop it.
1: All right. You should talk about Big Macs instead.
0: <laughs> Screw you, Scott.
1: Well, you got Eli up on panel then. Yeah, right? <laughs> well, thanks for being a witness, Nub. Well, thank now, you, Nub. What was I going to do with the <laughs> building <floor>? oh.
0: <laughs> That was weird. I mean, it started out like it was like, it, no, it started again. Yeah what the hell is going on? That ain't the washer. it's gotta be the washer, okay well let's I, w- I won't keep your eyes
1: open <laughs>
0: <laughs> It's definitely not an earthquake. we know that
1: no, yeah, we know the difference
0: um. So we won't even talk about the whole witchcraft act and all that stuff that's in this article.
1: (laughs) Sarah Sarah just shot a hex at us for covering that story. That's what it is. Scott and Sarah.
0: Blame them. (laughs) So interesting, though. Interesting. You know, because I imagine they probably thought that she had something to, you know what I mean?
1: I I can understand why. Here's
0: the bear is
1: renovating a room. Here you put the eyes on the walls to be sure it's not. We are (laughs) here, freaky geek. Trust me, we know what an earthquake feels like.
0: Yeah, I mean it. It's nothing.
1: It doesn't start out slow like this and just stay steady. An earthquake would just kind of like, "Hi, I'm here." yeah
0: oh hi Sarah
1: hi Sarah but uh I, I can understand their way of thinking when she's here you feel it yeah yeah I feel and, and she's like miles hundreds and thousands of miles away right but knows a ship just sunk and yet the right. admiral of, of this fleet doesn't even has up. no idea
0: exactly that, that's what makes it so interesting. So, I believe she had gifts. She just, I mean, when you're a mom of six kids, I mean, how, when I'm a mom of three kids. Trying and, to make a living. Yeah, trying to make a living in that. Just to keep food on your cha-
1: table. That's a washer. It needs to washer.
0: Yeah. I and mean, That's what I figured. <laughs> um, You know, when you sit there and, and try, it's, you do what you got to do to get it done. You know? And I think she was gifted. She just Over elaborated. Yeah, exploited it a lot. Not exploited it, but just made it a theater group. Exaggerated theater. it. Yeah. Made a production out of it. Which back in the day, why wouldn't you? I mean it was all the storm to go to seances and that.
1: That's when they, I mean they were making the good money. Exactly. Tarot readings, fortune tellers. Yeah. That was the time and the era. Seances were huge yeah. back then. So you can't blame the woman. You can't deny her that she didn't have gifts either.
0: Right, yeah. Yeah. I don't know about the Echoplasma. She was the only one that I've ever heard of, I think
1: that Like even Scott just said though. He said that they said it was made of cheesecloth.
0: Yeah, yeah. But that, again, is, you know, when I hear about debunking like that, I guess because I haven't debunked it, I don't know, maybe that's just how the way I look at it. Um,
1: I Well, wouldn't ectoplasma be, like, a greenish color? Well, remind, remember. Oh, it's black and white.
0: When we talked about this before, about the echoplasma more than so than what was going on behind the scenes and stuff. Um, we talked how her seances were done in the dark, and these were just pictures snapped.
1: So it's, it's done with a flash. Right. So that makes the uh, illusion trick even easier to do.
0: Oh, yeah. Because of, nobody can
1: see it. Getting, but the way done. some
0: of them, I mean, if you look at, well, we'll have, we'll watch Scott's
1: Live about it, yes, I want to see what information Scott. has got going. I'm sure they're <laughs> gonna dig deeper now,
0: right, right. and uh, there's more pictures out there.
1: It used to be cool in fact yeah, if, if, exactly if, 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 exactly we're we're agreeing, Nicole
0: Um, so it was there's a lot more pictures out there of her, especially um, and but my biggest thing is like how did she get it to stay? No, is that how did she
1: how did she know that two battleships had sunk?
0: Well, no, I I really honestly think she had a gift, but I'm talking about the actual echoplasma.
1: It's not that she got it to stay because it was done in the dark. I think it was a time thing between a snap and her putting it in her mouth and releasing it. Yeah,
0: but her she'd have people hold her hands.
1: Somebody else put it in her mouth.
0: uh uh-huh.
1: I started digging with a big fucking shovel. Right, Nicole? <laughs> Scott, I started digging with... Into the story more? Oh. I started digging with a big fucking shovel.
0: Oh, no. It's, apparently, um, YouTube's not showing up again.
1: Okay, I got it. Okay. I'm telling you, though, because we were talking about it, I bet you he's digging deeper. Yeah, 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 yeah. I started digging with a big fucking shovel.
0: Oh, All <laughs> we'll, will be revealed next week.
1: So, guys, make sure you got... Please join paranormal and history because what we haven't covered, I guarantee they're gonna they're gonna go deeper than what than what uh, shadows has.
0: Okay, are you are you gonna be talking about monsters and mysterious beasts at all? Because I don't want to. Yeah. Because if
1: you're gonna do that, we won't talk about this story.
0: <laughs> so we all know over the decades, numerous people have reported seeing tracks of Bigfoot creatures. I got okay. And of course, over much of the United States. In fact, though that the hairy giants aren't the only ones to have left tracks and markings behind, as we will see right now. How about the Loch Ness monster? Well, let's take a look. In August fourth, twenty twenty, an article titled "Loch Ness Trip." Let's try this again. Loch Ness Trip Report, July twenty twenty. Ness, Nessie expert Roland Watson said it's possible evidence of one of these monsters having left the deep waters and made it its way onto land. Briefly, after tea in Fort William, we got back to Loch Ness around 7 p.m. and I did my usual walk around the Foyle's Beach. However, as I turned to walk along the river, I was arrested by an unusual sight a large area of flattened reeds right beside the river some obviously obviously thoughts did go through some obvious thoughts did go through my mind but i is this from yes yeah, mysterious sorry guys i'm trying to like weave through what they're trying to say But I first had to evaluate the situation and go through all the possibilities. Roland continued that it it was tempting to conclude some massive weight had dropped on his vegetation and crushed them. They were horizontal with stalks bent just above the soil. I wonder if there's a picture. Let us see. Uh, There is no picture. no, no picture. Oh, yes, there is a picture. Okay, so this is the picture <laughs> he saw.
1: Maybe No, you're safe, proceed. Oh, Steve, you missed a lot. So
0: he thinks Nessie came out with the water.
1: And that's where they think that track is?
0: Yeah. 'Cause he's he's the the one telling the story is the one he's an expert in Nessie. He takes a walk around the lock all the time. And he came home from dinner and took his normal walk around and saw this and the you
1: know. So according to this picture then, um Nessie has no legs. Because that looks like a snail track.
0: Right, right. Okay. Yeah.
1: Um, Scott says, there, said, uh, there is said to be something there, but not what the legend suggests. Okay.
0: However, as, turned, uh, as I turned to walk, okay, you saw the unusual sight, blah, blah, blah. Some obvious thoughts go through my mind, but I first had to evaluate the situation and go through all the possibilities. It was tempting to conclude that some massive weight had been dropped on his visitation and crushed him. They were horizontal with the stalks bent just above the soil. Certainly, there was actually quite a few reports of Nessies having been seen on land. Maybe this was yet another example. Now let's take a look at a different beast. We're talking... (laughs) Like a drag mark, yes.
1: Running after her (laughs) swim. (sighs) That was her kid's dragon behind Oh, her. is that what it
0: was? <laughs> well, case closed on that one. A startling encounter with a large flying creature. I
1: thought you had another
0: picture. Far bigger. Yeah. Hold on. Okay. Far bigger than anything officially known to exist today occurred in the piney woods of East Texas in the late 1964. The source of the story chose to remain anonymous which is understandable. It's not everyone wants the world to know that you've been confronted by a mysterious bird. Or
1: nobody wants you to be spotted as a liar.
0: Right, right. That's true too, but I mean, I...
1: No, I'm, 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 I'm agreeing with you. Right,
0: no, I know. Nevertheless, it's a story that was studied carefully by cryptozoologist Ken Gerhard, which anybody that knows me Knows that I love that man. <laughs> you That's know, he was, we've watched a lot of documentaries with him in it.
1: Yep. Yes, Eli, it's a cold core.
0: <laughs> Ken was told by the witness, and uh, Ken is very particular when it comes. He's not one of the cryptozoologists that believes everything is real. That's what I like about him. He no, goes on there. As, yeah, yeah. Ken was told by the witness that he had seen a pot, and he's a Libra.
1: well that just made me believe him a little less (laughs) that's so wrong
0: a positively huge bird from the south to the north Um, that's what the witness had seen you know it was approximately flying at a height of 150 feet and and I was able to observe its flight for a total of one minute or so before it disappeared into the cloud bank Notably, as Ken states, on my first Bigfoot expedition there in September of 2002, I discovered an unusual large three-toed rack, which I made a plaster cast of. All those who studied the cast agree that the track seemed to have a bird-like quality. After one expert proclaimed the track was to be from an escaped emu, the tall, flightless relative of the ostrich, I discarded the cast. And in retrospect, I wish I had kept it.
1: Well, number one, an Inu has more than a, a three-front problem. It's got four. It's almost like a human foot.
0: Well, he talks, they talk about that, too. The, the world of the past has no shortage, either. As the strange saga of what became known as the Litten Worm makes it very clear, a tale that dates back to the 1100s. It tells of a horrific man-eating giant worm-like beast, the terrified through the folk of Lytton, Rox- Roxborough Shaw. <laughs> why is it got to have all those? Why does it have to have so many freaking vowels? Which is located in the southern uplands of Scotland? Oh, it's your territory, Scott. That's why. Remember, you don't pronounce
1: the H. <laughs>
0: <laughs> According to the old tales, the Lytton. Have you heard of this, Scott, by the way? The Lytton Worm was somewhere between 10 to 12 feet in length, which, if true, effectively rules out any known British animal, wild or domesticated. Um, Rather oddly, it's also, so the old legend went, the huge worm had two homes. In part, it lived in the heart of Lytton Lock, a small boggy area, an ideal place for a monster to hide. Its other dark abode was Lytton Hall, or Lytton Hill, which even today is referred to as Worms den, which is the enduring nature of legend.
1: Scott says he's heard of it.
0: Okay. Intriguingly, these ancient worms were said to leave behind them kind of a slime. Not unlike what you might see behind of a snail. Ectoplasm. Yeah. That lady was there. Son of a bitch. Thank you, Thank Nicole. Thank you for the ice cream, Nicole. Although most Bigfoot tracks show five toes, that's not always the case. Well, apparently, they found a worm that I don't know leaves off there. <laughs> now uh, we're going back to the Bigfoot case. This is I'm very weird. For... How does
1: a worm have toes?
0: No, I, we're going back to the Bigfoot now. How the hell are we getting? I don't know. That's what it's very weird for Mysterious Universe to have a
1: story like we this. From, okay, we went from Nessie. Nasty to worms. Right. Now to Bigfoot. Well, apparently... Okay. All right, keep going. I don't know. Okay. Although most
0: Bigfoot tracks show five toes, that's not always the case. The late John Green, one of the key figures in the quest to solve the Bigfoot riddle, had his own thoughts on this particular issue. Admittedly, Green's words don't make Admittedly, Green's words don't make the toe issue any clearer, but they're at least worth noting. Most show five toes. About twenty percent of the reports describe either four toes or three toes.
1: That's it. When you when you made yep. the comment about the emu, so twenty percent
0: to eighty percent with five toes. Twenty percent, three and four toes.
1: It's four toes with with the back, uh, with the the back like a bird, like a regular bird.
0: Right, got you, got you. Probably the the proportion with less than five toes is not actually that great. The number of toes often is not mentioned in a footprint report, and it usually seems likely that the prints show three or four toes that would usually be remarked on, while five toes would be taken for granted. Green offered the following, too. If there was just five-toed tracks and three-toed tracks, and each type was co- of consistent shape, I would accept that this is a clear ended indi- indication of two different species. Since there are four toed tracks as well, and the three toed kind of are very inconsistent in shape, I don't think such a conclusion would help much. So basically what he's saying, it's all concluded in together. He don't think it's,
1: He's trying to bird like like creature.
0: He thinks it's
1: just exactly, yeah. And that's pretty that's a pretty cool story, too. I mean,
0: I know, Nicole. All those different, difficult names, freaking Scott's fault. (laughs) It's just his fault.
1: Scott keeps sending you subliminal messages on doing stories. DLive live is like, I don't know which one's behind, YouTube or D-Live. YouTube's not showing up. It ain't now. It was. Next story. Oh, there's a lot of
0: stories today. Yeah, well. Well, hopefully, this one's in America, so I know the name. Well, that does no, I can't say that.
1: That is not very nice, Nicole. <laughs>
0: That's right. I agree with Nicole. I think she's 100% right.
1: YouTube's up. I don't have chat on YouTube.
0: Did we? Oh my God. Lordy I can
1: not I can't, I don't know if anybody else has typed anything or not. Is anybody in YouTube? I'm to do this real quick.
0: I know I was going to try to go to the page.
1: Oh, hell, we were froze up back to you showing, uh, I don't know how chat kept going. It it showed the uh, stone coming out that we were talking about looked like a double claw. Right. YouTube was froze on that. All right, I think I'm back.
0: No, we're back. We're still there. It says start. There it is.
1: Yep. I got everybody going now. Okay. All right. Freaky Geek says, there is my test. He okay. says, move. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that is the test
1: of okay. all tests. All right. we're there for a minute. Uh, our YouTube blocked up.
0: Thank you, guys.
1: You're right. YouTube is flipping. All right. They're flippers. So now we're on to the next story.
0: Yes. Scientists in Netherlands believe that they have identified a previously undiscovered pair of salivary glands in our brains.
1: A pair of what?
0: Salivary Salivary. glands. What the
1: hell? What?
0: Glands. What kind of glands? Salivary. Salivary. Yes, they're salivary.
1: Okay. They've been spiced.
0: (laughs) Yes. Considering how closely the internal workings of the human body have been examined, analyzed, and scrutinized over the centuries, it's a wonder that there are any surprises left to discover. Salvary. Salivary.
1: And he wants to know how his Canadian I, friends are doing. I, I think he's talking about us. Silvery glands. Salivary. Salivary.
0: What he said.
1: Salivary. I I had to see it to understand what you were saying. Now I got it. You got it? Yep. Okay. And salivary is like what makes you drool and shit. Isn't that salivatory? It's still... Saliva? Okay, it comes from that kind of gland.
0: Okay. Despite this, however, it seems that there is a mysterious set of organs inside our heads that, until now, at least had remained totally undiscovered by science. You're welcome. I tried, Scott, but he kept going on with
1: it. Shut <laughs> up. Scott, just worry about your own fucking... Yeah, life. spit. <laughs> spit glands. There we go.
0: Spit glands. No,
1: um, That's pretty much what it is. Why not say mucus gland? Okay, because it's not a mucous gland. <laughs> well, so, so, yeah,
0: relating to or secreting saliva.
1: That's not mucus. Mucus is. Yeah, that's true. <laughs>
0: okay, according to the study, co-author Dr. Matthias Valstar and his colleagues, these two new glands can be found in the nook where the navel cavity intersects with the throat. They're in the nook.
1: Hold on. It's navel. <laughs> cavity. Naval cavity here. Connects with... The throat. That's where the boxing bag is.
0: Yes, and your tonsils.
1: Well, I don't have any. Me neither. But that... Okay.
0: Thank you for the follow.
1: Thank Sticky. you. I don't know who's following.
0: Oh, it's it's Amy's mom. Hey, Amy's mom.
1: Who are we talking Amy?
0: What the... Paranormal. Oh. Uh, <laughs> thank you for the follow. So, yeah, so these, you know, <laughs> I have no more, re- Scott's like, I have no more room for, in my head for any more glands. It's like I'm full up. <laughs> oh, well, no, this uh, came Wednesday the 21st, October 2020
1: that was two days ago.
0: Um, there are three other known major types of these glands. One set is under the tongue, one near the ears, and another below the jaw.
1: So can I ask what the hell took them so long? And all to sudden... find it.
0: I know. It's Mandela. See, Mandela.
1: Shit. But now you figure when they realized that they can remove tonsils to make your throat and everything feel better, they would have found them glands. Yeah, because they sat in a nook, right? In the nook is where your tonsils sat. Yeah. So how did they not ever notice this until two days ago? And they've been removing tonsils since when? Yeah, for a long time. Okay. Since given the small scale
0: of the study and the potential significance of the find, it would be the first identi- identification of this kind in nearly 300 years. There's still a lot of work to be done to validate it. Nonetheless, the researchers remain op- optimistic and what they found is something special. No, it's something that we're mutate, muti- mutating. I can't talk anymore.
1: No, We're freaky, just going to go with the words of flow. Huh? Freaky says, is not nanook a place on Earth? She didn't say Nanook. <laughs> I don't they even know sat what. In yeah, sat in a
0: nook. Yeah, sat in a nook. Listen, Freaky, I'm having a hard enough time
1: getting through these stories. <laughs> Actually I think we're doing pretty good. Yeah, that's the truth. Even though you got like seven more.
0: No Mandela oh. shit. Well yes, it is a technical thing.
1: Yeah. <laughs> that's why I had to show that instead
0: of hide it. <laughs> <laughs> um so three hundred years. None of last researchers been remain optimistic. It, I was quite shocked that here we are in 2020 and have a new structure to identified in the human body. Well, hello, yeah, that's kind of strange, and something weird's going on with our bodies. If that's the case, that's the way I look at it.
1: Nook Rock Berkshire, That's right. You go, Missy. Did that's I, right. I, I think I actually said that right. No, it would
0: be Sha, according to Andy. Oh, that's Shire true. Shaw. The,
1: the H is silent. You got to do the Sha. So it would be, wait, wait. wait. Roxburgh Shah.
0: No, Berg. I think it's Roxborough Shah. No, it can't be Burrow. Well, it can be because it's their talk. But it's not. <laughs> All right. Go on. That's right. That's right, Steve. so guys i'm excited because you know i'm into cryptozoology there is a new documentary for the mothman
1: oh shit from this angle it looked like a palm tree (laughs) (laughs) we're doing doing (laughs) a documentary on a blade of grass
0: so everybody knows what the mothman is right So this Mothman Legacy is coming out, or it's already out, I should say, but I was excited and wanted to share with you guys in case you didn't know, we'll play the trailer. It's set to lift the lid once more off one of the most famous chilling urban legends in U.S. history. Described as a human-like entity with wings and glowing eyes, Mothman gained prominence after it was sighted multiple times in around Point Pleasant, West Virginia, from nineteen sixty six to sixty seven.
1: That was just before that bridge class, wasn't right.
0: it? Right. The first reported sighting occurred in November nineteen sixty six when five men who were digging a grave in a local cemetery described seeing a strange figure swoop over the trees ahead. The creature was seen again only a few days later when two couples driving through the area picked up a terrifying sight of a human shape, human like shape with glowing red eyes illuminating in their headlights. As time went on, more and more people reported seeing the creature. When 46 people died in the collapse of the Silver Bridge in December of 1967, Mothman came to be associated with the disaster.
1: I, I would agree with Steve if it wasn't for the simple fact of how big this thing really is. Yeah. Steve says Mothman could be a mega bat or commonly known as a fruit bat. Maybe escape from a zoo or a private collection. It, it, it's way bigger than something like that.
0: I mean, I mean, there are uh, bats that are as big as humans,
1: uh, but i I think this is bigger. Maybe their wingspan would be as tall as a human could be, but their body, I don't think, is as big as a human's.
0: Well, yeah, no, there is there is pictures out there
1: that, wow. yeah. Well, oh, I'm gonna have to look, Steve. Seriously.
0: What if the origins of this all might trace back much further and go deeper than anyone realized? And what uh what if the sightings never ended? Well, because they haven't. Right, yeah. So here's the let me go ahead and share this and we'll watch the trailer.
1: Not sponsored.
0: Not sponsored. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's not gonna let me enlarge it. Sorry guys.
1: Oh like shoot, a, you know what? Wait a minute. That looked like an owl with bright red eyes.
0: Hold on a minute, guys, because I gotta read
1: oh, apartment I forgot
0: to share audio as always. Excuse me. Okay. Oh, there it
1: goes. I've read and collected several newspaper articles from the late 60s, early 70s. I've talked to people that were still seeing whatever this thing was in in the TNT area. And it was well after 1966, 67.
0: Some people describe the wings as looking like bat wings. Some describe him as having feathers. He looked flesh and blood, but yet his eyes looked electric. See, that kind
1: of looked like an owl flying there.
0: By the time I sat up to look out the window, because I thought whatever this was, would to fly right into the window, it, the wingspan of this covered the windows. A barn owl. Or we're just not gonna watch it
2: at all. Nope.
1: I almost get the feeling that once it was suggested in the movie that people had seen the Mothman at Chernobyl, I think it became sort of part of Urban Legend. It's
0: kind of stands up a little bit and puts out what I've seen. And this is where, where they, they blame you something. And they reach the to the
1: So I immediately woke up. And when I did, there was this, this figure standing beside the bed. <laughs> Let me rephrase that. He wasn't there to save them. He was there to warn them.
2: Yeah.
0: So I definitely want to see that. What do you guys think? Oh, I got to put the.
1: I don't know. It's hard to tell if Mothman is actually real.
0: If he is real, I think, like you said, um, to me, it's you guys have heard my opinion on it before. I really think uh, Mothman is not an evil being. It's called the Mothman Legacy.
1: You 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 had a, a Mothman?
0: No, I think he's talking about that. Yeah, well. I had a barn owl about a foot <laughs> above was me. Funny. Yes, it does, Freaky Geek. You're right. It does look like Jeepers Creeper's. But to, to me, the Mothman is there. It's an elemental type being. It's here to warn us of di- different things, especially if it, it was at Chernobyl. And, you know, we've seen it all over. Well, at least I have in different stories. I've seen it all over. Um. Although I never, like, carried out to see if um, things had happened after
1: it was seen in different th- places. And, and that's why I think he gets the bad rap. Yeah, yeah. Because he's seen I in think he's here spots, to warn us. And then something happens drastically. Right. But he's there to warn us. Yeah. He's not there to do that.
0: Right. I think it,
1: it's an ancient
0: being. Turnbull, I believe was before let me see good question though i I think it was before oh no, it was after
1: I thought it was after
0: eighty six Turnbull happened in eighty six
1: it was years after
0: yeah good question though. Middle, he was in the middle of Indian Ocean, Indiana
1: Island. That's awesome. Okay, but I, I I look at it this way too. If, if the Mothman was going to do damage, he was spotted in what 1966 at the bridge.
0: 67 is when. 67. The bridge, okay, yeah, but they seen him before that. And the bridge didn't collapse until 68. No, 67 is when the bridge collapsed. They saw him at
1: 66. Okay, at 66, so 65. why would it take him a year to to? To decide to make right. the bridge collapse and then take off so that, that theory there just don't it, it that doesn't add up unless he's taking his time flying in and unloosening bolts
0: well another thing is because i think his house was back he was using those old bunkers the old um um ammo bunkers that were built and then people would go there to party. That's where kids would go there to party. So I think it kind of like flushed them out from there.
1: Well, I don't know. Steve just said something in the water. Maybe in that area, a chemical spill. Everyone hallucinating, possibly.
0: I mean, it could be mass
1: hallucination, but. It oh, did- my God, Nicole. Does the, I think, You know, you're getting as bad as Andy and Eli and Steve. Does the Mothman have mothballs?
0: I didn't, that didn't pop up on mine.
1: Yeah, I'm reading it right there. (laughs) Um, And then Freaky Geek says, uh, you would think if this person is doing research over a period of several years, why only get a few clippings and not many of them?
0: Because if it's an elemental, it's going to be like Bigfoot. They want to be seen when they want to be seen. Like, I think the Mothman is more... Oh, it does. I, I did see that one. Does the Mothman have mothballs? Uh-huh. Yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> I think uh, with a lot of things like that, I think a lot of cryptids are um, elementals. But I think the Mothman is more like... Like, elementals don't care about us until we're destroying something
1: something of theirs or, or some of their element
0: of their, yeah, of their earth. Um, and like silks, you see silks all the time. Well, at least I do cleaning I the skies. They don't care about it. They're worried about cleaning the sky. It's not like even like, I hate to say this, but like when I passed on, when I had my near death experience, I wasn't worried about I didn't care about anything. I just cared like the weight of the earth of living in the world was off of my shoulders. I wasn't
1: Exactly, Steve. Humans are destroying her so they could be pissed.
0: And that's what I think with, with um like with more so with um Mothman, he was like showing himself because he's like, Hello, yes, I'm here.
1: But I've been trying to help you but you want to blame me.
0: Yeah. But it's like, oh, well, that's what humans do, so why, you know what I mean? It's So why like, hide anymore? Yeah.
1: Can like Smokey in the Bear.
0: But I think a lot of elementals are just, they don't, I mean, they care about us, but they don't, not like we know caring.
1: No, I don't think they care about us. I, I think they care about the land that we live on. Hey, I don't think personally they they could give two rats asses about us because of the way we destroy what they try to protect. Yeah, yeah.
0: I mean, that could be. And Steve, I mean, I I've, I've had discussions about that. How humans? What if we're the aliens? We came and
1: invaded their space. And, and, and how long how long of a talk have we had about this? Yeah, we sat for almost three or four hours talking about that. Yeah, we we. This is not our home. We are the ones in a fishbowl that are pets to the ones that actually own the earth.
0: Kind of. It's kind of more or less like, oh, they're here. We might as well let them stay. <laughs> you know what yeah, I mean? That what type I'm of saying. We're,
1: we're pets. I, I mean, it's like you dropping uh, an ant in, in, into an in aquarium. And then you drop two or three ants and let them reproduce. Right. And then they now they get this colony going. But yet you can destroy them or let them keep growing and, and expand them. Right. And, that's what and Maybe we that's are. why
0: I like the Mayans and the Aztecs and that's all that. That's
1: what we are to them. Right. Um, maybe we're just science projects. Maybe. Maybe when you die, it was your turn that you, you got um, a lobotomy or you got in their eyes, right? You just had a lobotomy done or, or you got, you know, right. something. And that's what caused you to die. But in our world, you just had a heart attack or you had cancer. and People with cancer. How do we know you're not?
0: How do you they know we, not we're lab not lab cancer
1: to the earth? You're not a lab rat in, in,
0: in their world. Right. So, I mean, who's to say we're not cancer in their world? that's that's exactly what I'm saying gotcha yeah 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 I think about that shit all the time so the next thing I have is from the same documentary that we gotta freaking watch
1: Robert Friend
0: Robert Friend he was he's no longer with us but um, late lieutenant colonel hinted a fate of Bluebird project A new documentary has hinted that we could, what could be the real reason the U.S. government shuttered its UFO program. Carried out by the U.S. Air Force between 1952 and 69, Project Blue Book was an in-depth study of identified flying objects, the largest of its kind ever undertaken.
1: I can't wait for Andy to get in. Get his computer
0: back. I know. It had two main goals. To determine if UFOs were a threat and to scientifically analyze the data. By the time the project ended, it had collected archives of some 12,618 UFO reports. While most of these were deemed to have conventional explanations, a small percentage of these sightings remain unexplained, even after being subjected to stringent analysis. So, are you guys ready for this? I showed this i had to i had to keep not keep it i was didn't want to keep it from Eddie. I had to show him this morning. Well
1: she also knows how i i felt about the uh program um the Blue book project yeah I, I was a die hard watcher of that program
0: he was so here we go. you guys ready?
1: in nineteen sixty nine the Air Force officially ended its public investigations, which would suggest what—that well, I mean, they knew what it was, or didn't know what it was. Also, the other way, yeah, they or did Look on his face; he knew. He knew. They knew what it was. And. and in, no? That's why they can I, I I think it became um in the series, it, it came up to the point of all right, we're going too far, we need to stop. And that's why they canceled the blue book project just the way they did it in real life. Right.
0: Oh, I believe they're real.
1: Oh absolutely. I believe we have a whole fleet of them. Yeah, I, I'm sure the military's got a secret base where they're, they're, they're all at.
0: I believe that some are ours. I believe some are others.
1: I still believe aliens walk among us. I mean, yeah, how the hell do you know AI? How do you know a, 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 AI ain't walking among us? Right. You know, you, you don't know anymore who the hell is real, who ain't. Are you real? Am I real? Right. I, I know. It, it makes you think. In, am I AI in their society? Just living a life? That's not what I wanted. So, this. Where do you think Granny came from? Oh. Well. <laughs> okay, Steve. Well, you, you, you didn't have to say, we'll drop Eddie. I'm, I'm right here. <laughs> you could have said, Eddie, I will PM you tomorrow. on that.
0: <laughs> All right, here's another viral video that went viral about, a um, apparently, I watched this a couple times. Spooky Moving Curtain goes viral on TikTok.
1: Oh, come on. It's freaking TikTok. Okay, ready? Scott's Moving Curtain was better. We at least know his foot did it.
0: Because of this freaking ad, I don't think I can
1: make it bigger. Just buttered buttered.
0: So it's going to be this curtain here, all right?
1: All right. Let's see how this thing moves.
0: So for today's drink.
1: Okay. Now, here, here here's the problem I have with that. Start that from the beginning okay. again? I
0: gotta wait till the end, honey.
1: Oh, okay. Oh, well, I thought. I... What did it, do you want to say? What you. Okay, the, the curtain in the middle, okay? Yeah. It looked like somebody actually pushed into it and ran their hand down. Right. Obviously, he couldn't run sideways either direction, but he could have turned around and ran backwards. Why are you sitting there with a the screen door wide open? Because they live west. in Florida! Your sliding glass door. I and mean, that's a, a really good reason not to sit there at night with your glass door wide open. I lived in Florida 13 years. Oh, uh, yeah. You see, now, how are they getting a picture of this? Oh, uh, now let's see the point of view of the ghost. See, no, I'm not buying that. <laughs> Sir Isaac Hunt. I can't reach out, but do to nagging, but the best they came to haunt your worst nightmare. Thanks, Andy. I appreciate it, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Steve. I don't. I don't buy that video at all. No. You
0: nope. Don't think
1: so. Exactly, Scott. He ran straight back. I know it's Andy. I just said thanks, Andy. Sir Isaac Hunt. I I know who it was. <laughs> no, he bring it straight back. And if if she lives in in like a a, a gated community or something like that, um, your property line will will end right into a bunch of trees and, and woods and that right there. Right. So, Jesus, free stream chat just stopped up working at all it wasn't at the same time freaky uh they were just showing the the perspective view of how a ghost would would uh perceive that situation that is fake as shit that's why i said TikTok, and i started laughing yep it's definitely debunked it, number one living in florida for 13 years I'm nice, Andy. That's a big tampon she's holding. That must (laughs) be a very popular girl. (laughs) But living in Florida for 13 years, at that time of night, with with mountain lions and everything, you do not leave your your your, your sliding glass doors and shit open like that. Well,
0: I don't know. I just said Florida because it's a hot place.
1: I agree. It's hot, but you don't leave (laughs) your fucking windows open like that. Okay,
0: but... We did in New York. We left our door open. We're talking Florida. Okay, but I don't know. She might have left in New York.
1: You said it was in Florida. No,
0: I didn't say it was in Florida. I said it could be
1: Florida. Because it's hot. Play that clip. I, I want I to I, I know where this bitch is from. You got to go to her TikTok. I don't want to go to her TikTok. Her name TikTok. was like
0: Anna Bananas or something. I better. don't
1: have TikTok. Okay, oh, guys. I mean, did, did, did you see Steve? Yeah. yeah. I mean, the boat team is flowing. <laughs> Looks like
0: Scotland. Yeah. <laughs> you sure it wasn't Canada? Ooh. <laughs> no, no, Freaky Geek, no. no. If that was the case, I wouldn't he hang said outside he
1: and watch have
0: screens. We didn't have a screen door on the trailer.
1: We, where we lived, we weren't worried about anything either.
0: Oh, things could come in there, believe me.
1: Oh, yeah, whatever came in, besides the stray cat. And then we adopted it. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not going to growl the next <laughs> Listen, Andy, get your goddamn computer working. we got to go live tomorrow. <laughs> you mean Steve? Uh, like Scotland oh possibly could be Canada or Russia <laughs> she had a French accent
0: <laughs> guys I I'm, I'm really serious about this talking about
1: Russia Scott get ready for tomorrow too god damn it
0: I'm not even gonna try to pronounce this name because it's a Russian name Vladimir no, this is the name in case you really want to go look at it.
1: Spell it. Just put it in chat. I did. Oh, there it is. miss okay. Berserk.
0: That sucks, Andy. Yeah,
1: it does, man.
0: Yeah, but eastern here, Alaska, possibly southern Russia, which is north of Canada, but eastern Alaska. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you people? No, but yeah, well, Nicole no should be the one we're asking. The worst. <laughs> yes, we'll go with that. <laughs> <laughs> we'll say what Nicole
0: said. Yep. Nope. Not, <laughs> say that word. <laughs> So, anyway, she's a resident of this place that we will not say. Um, Resident claims that her magical pet cat (laughs) grants its owner three wishes, and now she's selling it.
1: Hold on. Yeah. Why would you sell a cat that that offers you wishes? Well, this is why. Listed
0: on Russian-classified ad platform Avito, the magical feline, which goes by the name Vincik, is being sold for a whopping hundred and twenty-seven thousand dollars. That's it, guys. How much? One hundred and twenty-seven thousand dollars. That's
1: it for a cat that can grant complain- wishes. Yes, that's it. Uh huh.
0: It's um.
1: I think I'm gonna sell the cat for a hell of a lot more than that.
0: Its owner, a woman named Elena,
1: exactly, plays- Steve.
0: What?
1: He says, What a
0: load of shit. Uh, claims that she had only discovered its abilities by accident. It works for only the owners, she said. I need an apartment, and somehow I told Vincent for fun, fulfill my
1: wish. Okay, and now Vincent's the name of the cat. Yeah.
0: Okay. I think it was, it, it's spelled V I N S I F or S I K, but I think they were like the autocorrect. Okay. Made it Vincent. Um to fill my wish. And literally the next day I
1: realized that I had that everything would come true. You know, and, and please don't take this the wrong way, baby. But I prayed to a pussy to get something and I got it. That's I mean a cat. A, yes, a, a I, I know cat. what you meant.
0: You immediately feel the events are starting to take shape as they should. And a month later I already had an apartment.
1: Do you think that that is a self induced delusion?
0: It could be. She could have manifested that herself. Yeah. His mother, Actaviente Lolita, was like a real witch, black as coal and also lop eared. That would be a pretty cat. That would so be a pretty cat.
1: Was that the one with the big floppy ears?
0: Yeah. His dad, Rochester, talk about synchronicities a healthy blue cat but with straight ears the fantastical cat has since lived with her for nine years when quizzed over why she would want to part with such an animal elena explained that the cat only grants its owner three wishes and she's already used her up now here's my
1: question you got three wishes you know you got a magical cat right yeah why'd it take you nine years she discovered it by accident But after you discovered it, why did it take you nine years to make three wishes? Or did she have it for nine years before she realized? That could be. You see what what I'm asking? But look at that kitty cat. Oh, my God. I'd never get rid of it. I wouldn't give a damn. Isn't that cute? I'm sorry, guys. You know, I'm a cat lover big time. Oh my God! Shut up. Oh, expensive.
0: <laughs> oh my God! I'm buffering.
1: Who's buffering?
0: Apparently, we're buffering. It's coming. It doesn't have only oh, head one eye. Shut. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love you guys. God. Okay. Last story for the day. For the second time.
1: We're in overtime, guys, so pay attention.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> pilots, let's see how Missy really screws up. Pilots have witnessed a jetpack flying at altitude over Los Angeles International Airport.
1: What altitude?
0: Well, we're going to discuss that. Back in the beginning of September, it was reported that the pilots of the American Flight 1997 witnessed what they believed to be a guy in a jetpack. 300 yards off their wing and 3,000 feet up in
1: the air. No, no, that ain't no damn jetpack. The (laughs) presence
0: of something of this nature, especially at a height and within the vicinity of the major international airport, sparked a great deal of debate at the time. However, no explanation for the sighting was ever found, and nobody came forward to identify themselves. Well, duh. (laughs) Would you want to fucking try to walk forward and say, hey, I've just seen a guy 3000 out be... No, but, they, but nobody's identified themselves as the culprit.
1: Buzz Lightyear.
0: Yeah, could be.
1: Go get a Woody.
0: <laughs> what did Andy say? What did I miss? I know cats.
1: Uh, oh, you,
0: God. You, I shouldn't have read that. Why did I scroll up?
1: God bless America. Um... <laughs> Now Steve, I have to agree. Were they testing something? Maybe, yes. Because I, I know that they've been trying to test jetpacks, uh, jet packs. And I'm sure nowadays they're scientists and everything in their own little fucking garages and trying to build shit. But three thousand feet in the fucking air. I don't I don't know. All right, go ahead, honey. I'm sorry.
0: No, that's okay. No. It's it's good. Woody's looking for his pal. (laughs) Now, less than two months from this incident, a China Airlines crew has reported another sighting of a jetpack over the same area, this time flying at 6,000 feet and around seven miles northwest of LAX.
1: (laughs) Steve said it's Iron man. Maybe. It has to be because there's no way a human is going to... You would have to shoot up like an astronaut
0: what makes the phenomenon so strange is that jetpacks will typically make a large amount of noise and be fairly, fairly noticeable. Yet nobody on the ground seemed to have seen or heard anything.
1: Jetpacks, you're really not going to hear anything. They
0: said they're usually loud.
1: No, it's be. on the
0: internet, it's true.
1: Oh. <laughs> Bonjour. <laughs> <laughs> But no, they shouldn't be. I mean, they they'll be loud at takeoff.
0: Oh, maybe that's what they mean.
1: But after you know, I, I've seen even because evil.
0: it's up on uh, by the wings of planes,
1: freaky. But no, six thousand feet for a human on a jetpack th- th- that would almost be impossible. Thicker the amount of fuel you're going to have to have. Right. Just to get that high.
0: Well, both the FAA and the FBI are now investigating the sightings. Yeah, I
1: think it's bullshit.
0: And they ask, could someone be testing out a sophisticated jetpack over Los Angeles? Or is this whole thing a elaborate prank? Perhaps involving a mannequin strapped to a drone.
1: And, I and have drones a feeling fly that it, high? Yeah, a drone huh? can.
0: Can it? Only in L.A., one of the pilots was quoted as saying, the search for answers
1: continues. Hi, Mittens.
0: Hey, Mittens. Yeah, Mandela shit is
1: freaky. But no, I I, I do not Oh believe, never mind. I do not believe a human <laughs> being could actually go that high on a jetpack and, and survive without being in an astronaut suit with an oxygen tank. Now how are you gonna carry an oxygen tank with two tanks of rocket fuel without you exploding?
0: Right. Well, I don't know what... Hey, Mittens. Did I say hi, Mittens?
1: No, you didn't. Okay. Hi,
0: Mittens. Sorry, hon.
1: I did. Well, she just came in.
0: I know. I just want to make sure that I said hi to her. Freaky a little. (laughs) Buzz Lightyear is pissed that when he stole his pack. That could
1: be, you know? Thank you, Nicole. Thank you, Nicole. I'm just saying there's, there's really no possible way. That it's possible for a man to launch himself with a jetpack 6,000 feet into the air without a, some kind of breathing apparatus.
0: Well, couldn't they have that in there? In where? In a jetpack formation thing. I mean, I don't know how to build them. Sure.
1: Let's put oxygen. Hey, Blue. Right next to two tanks that are blasting. That are blasting. How do they fuel.
0: normally make jetpacks? I mean, they, there's jetpacks.
1: I and, mean, not and, that I've seen them fly up. You've like only that. seen them go up about thirty feet and fly over about thirty. Right, feet but how are land. those made? Are they going high enough to need
0: oxygen? Well, no. I would because I'd be hyperventilating if I'm going off. The That's way. you, but it's
1: six thousand feet. You are going to need oxygen. Hey, look, every, everybody says they go to Denver, the Mile High Stadium, right? And the air is thin there, right? Now you start thinking about it. That's just under two thousand feet, okay, in elevation. Right,
0: I get it. I get it. No, I get it. I just—that's <laughs> right. They might use a granny snorkel. That's
1: right. Exactly. There could be a lot of things geek. that they use. No freaky geek even gets it. That oxygen would blow up.
0: The space suits, suits, not the chutes, the space suits they use all have that thing. Why can't they just wear them?
1: You have the jet fuel right there. Yeah. The heat of it alone is going to make it explode.
0: I don't know. I I think we can make one, right? If he won't let me make a Devil's Mirror toy box, Devil's toy box, let's
1: make a jet pack. Oh, yeah. Okay. And you're right. Think? Flames can't exist without oxygen. You're absolutely right. So, when well, then flames are going and they looking for oxygen and you wearing wearing fucking oxygen tank? Guess what? It will Boom. blow
0: up before the left. Freaky, I thought you were on my side, man.
1: Yeah. Uh, so
0: Only a way is reverse engineering like UFO tech. Yeah, exactly. We've had it for years. Sorry, you no, know.
1: They, it, there's no way around that. You, you can't get around that.
0: Steve, thank you. Thank you. Exactly. No one ever watches James Bond anymore.
1: Oh my God, for fuck's sake.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Damn it.
1: You guys, you know, holy shit. Everybody. And you
0: liked, what, the one with the kid in it? The Knights of the Round Table there the, um, what's his,
1: oh, uh, the, the, uh,
0: they had techie stuff like that. I'm sure they had a jet pack in the back.
1: What the fuck was it? The the, the Knightsman?
0: Yeah, that's it. The Knightsman.
1: Oh, hell yeah. That's a goddamn good movie. That's right, Nicole. Thank you very much. High pressure, pure O2, but the tank don't explode. Yeah. Impossible for that to happen, Andy. (laughs)
0: I am sure the Knightsmen had in their little clothing store there, shoe store, mm. that they had a jetpack back there. I it, guarantee it was, they did.
1: It, it was a gentleman's store with suits and shoes. Yeah, all
0: right. Well, either way, one but of those there, stores opened no up way, to the There is no second. way for a human
1: being to fly 6,000 feet in a fucking jetpack without dying. Can we try it with you? Sure, Just let's to do it. Just prove me wrong. Let's do it. I'm game. Maybe it does. A it does stick. give great,
0: great gas mileage.
1: It depends on how many times she's got you to. Got,
0: fart. You got to watch out for trees, though, on those takeoffs, man. It's scary.
1: That's why you're looking for an open road.
0: I know, but and well, you got to get used to it too. When you're first taking off, it's like taking off then an kind airplane. Yeah, because it's like you forget that you can actually do it. Uh, so oh. you know it gets scary, it's like
1: oh shit. So you start up and you, you come down real quick and Yeah, because yeah, you get scared. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh here we go. Ah see, fuck with me some ah! more. All right. I think I caught
0: it.
1: You all right? Yeah. Yeah, I think I got it in time. Oh. See, this is why we don't fight. No. <laughs> She fucking does this curse shit to me all the time. <laughs> I have my little voodoo doll over here. You don't know She I'm made out. me wake up out of my sleep the other night with a fucking goddamn Charlie horse.
0: Yeah, as I got scared to hell. because
1: <laughs> You had no fucking clue. <laughs> oh, all
0: right, guys. Um, get on over to D Live.
1: Yeah, absolutely. You better
0: I'll hurry put, up and get there. I'll put 200 lemons in the chest.
1: I just want to say what an amazing day we had. You guys are are just absolutely the best.
0: Could be the Moss Man.
1: I just want to say fist bumps, hugs, stay safe, stay strong, and I will get to see you on my channel tomorrow.
0: <laughs> right, right, Andy. <laughs> that would be a sight.
1: Okay, Canada rules I, I the knew world. That too. Canada
0: rules. <laughs> All right, guys, you over there on Live? Oh, good to see you too, Mittens. Oh, well, sorry. I just got yelled at by my own cha- channel. Why? Said another person already did that.
1: Did what?
0: Unhit her message. Oh, I
1: did.
0: YouTube yelled at me for my own channel. <laughs> another person did that. Excuse me. <laughs> all right guys i am pressing the button and distributing the rewards all right
1: if it doesn't pop up steve talk to you later all right steve <laughs> part of my debunk team thank right you guys there.
0: so much for coming in i appreciate it so much <laughs>
1: that's part of my debunk team right there see okay. that
0: that's right. <laughs> Andy, we miss you loads, man.
1: I do, man. I do.
0: Ten seconds, guys. If it hasn't popped up, hit the chest itself. You need to
1: hurry up and come back, brother.
0: Yes, we miss you lots. Thank you guys so much for watching. I hope you had fun. We try to make the show as interesting. Oh, All right. Wow, incredible. Nicole! Nicole got 108.6 on
1: Because she stayed in goddamn... D live the whole goddamn time, you three didn't
0: three? Give, yeah. Only three, yeah. Freaky Geek, you got 62.8, and Blue got 45.6. What do you mean she
1: only got three? I didn't say she, Freaky Geek's a guy. Oh, no, no, I thought <laughs> because you were saying Nicole. Oh, and then I just seen I only got three, and I thought it was Nicole. I got it all backwards,
0: okay. All right, guys, thank you so much for being here. We love you
1: guys so and much. Past life. <laughs> there he goes, that P.L.E. Thank Freaky you, Freaky, Freaky Geek. Geek. Hey, P.L.E., thanks for coming in as we close. <laughs> thank
0: you, Blue, for the ice cream. Freaky Geek
1: for the diamond. P.L.E., if you're going live, I'll, I'll stop by and say hi.
0: Did you... P.L.E. wouldn't beat y'all. I'm not saying that number. He keeps trying to make me say that number.
1: That's that's just a number (laughs) you can't pronounce.
0: Yes, (laughs) along with the words that I can't.
1: (laughs) Lemon Monde
0: Thank you, Nicole, for the ice cream. You guys are awesome. You really are.
1: I'm going to keep my eyes open, PLE. I have a feeling you're fixing to go live.
0: I uh, hope you guys had an awesome time. I know I did.
1: I had a great time. Yeah, me too.
0: Um, I hope you guys like the, the news, the wacky news of the week, man.
1: That, that was actually a good show today.
0: That was a really good show. I had a lot of fun. Thank you guys so much for being here. I appreciate and love each and every one of you. And I will see you Monday for Paranormal Talk.
1: But I get to see you guys tomorrow for chaos. Just chaos. Well... Just chaos. off.
0: All right, guys. Have a great day. Be safe. Take care. And remember, find something to make you smile with your eyes. Love you guys. Love you.